everyone. Welcome to the Accepted Podcast, the college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Harry, and I'm the admissions consultant here at Tokyo Academics. I am based in Tokyo, Japan, and I've been working as an admissions consultant for the better part of the last decade. Please be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and your podcast platform of choice. It really helps、uh, the channel out. Please be sure to hit the bell icon to get our notifications and stay up to date. If you love what you heard, please rate this podcast. And if you have a question about a topic we've discussed, please be sure to leave us a comment. We love to engage with our、uh, listeners and appreciate any feedback you have for us. Well, today I have a real treat for you guys.、Uh, sitting with us here is Ryan Sensei, and we're going to be touching upon some of the nuances and the finer points of college admission essays. So, Ryan Sensei, please go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ryan Zelskalns. I am an essay counselor here at Tokyo Academics. I am originally from the U.S. of A.、Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. If you can tell by my accent, I went to school、uh, an undergraduate at a small liberal arts school in St. Paul, Minnesota, called McAllister College, and then. I got really into poetry and studied poetry at New York University for grad school. After that, I worked for a handful of years at the, one of the largest poetry nonprofits in America, and then I came to Tokyo on a Fulbright、uh, as a air quote professional poet.、Mm. <laughs> and since then, I've been writing some. Stuff anthologized last year, and actually, this is news to you. I'm going to be teaching a class in poetry at Nikko University in the fall. Oh, congratulations! So, super excited about that. That's that's very very new very news.、Exciting. New news. Yeah. So that's me. Well, so in in terms of helping students with their admissions essays, what has your experience been like so far? Ooh, it has been a roller coaster. Lots of funs, lots of highs. I imagine lots of so. Lows. <laughs> I think. Yeah, my favorite thing about working on application essays. Again, I'm a poet, so I love to find people's stories. I love to help them tell the personal narrative. I feel like so often, I mean, writing is hard no matter how old you are, but especially for high schoolers, you know, they're trained to write research papers, academic papers. They're not really don't have much practice telling their own story.、Mm-hmm. So something that I really enjoy about. Doing the essay writing with kiddos is taking them on the journey and helping them find their story and tell their story in their own words.、Mm, that is so true. Now, essay is such a subjective thing, right?、Mm. It's hard to place a score or give it a rating,、mm. right? But、uh, unfortunately,、um, for admission essays, we try to present the best face of our of our students and also applicants. You guys need to be making that. Uh, taking the best step forward with your essays. Now, in that regard, how would you, as an as a professional essay consultant, what are some of the key markers of a successful college admission essay? Sure. I mean, actually, what you just said, I think, is absolutely right. So, put your best foot forward. Or I think I think of it as like showing your face because normally, you know, these admissions counselors are reading what hundreds of these a day. They're reading thousands, thousands of these over the season. Like, so. This is your chance to show them who you are and have a sense of who you are as a person. So you know, if you're just restating your resume or just giving your application, like your full portfolio of what you've done, that's not interesting. That's just data. I'm interested in helping students find their voice and getting a portrait of who you are down in words. So I think in terms of what marks a successful essay. Is this sense of personality, and I think also that goes hand in hand with that is a sense of surprise. 
I want to be reading something new. Ooh. I want to be getting to know who you are. Interesting. And what makes you unique? If it's just, oh, I was captain of the basketball team and this, 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 there are any number of people who could have the exact same things. I don't know who you are. I want to, I want to get to know you. Ah, very nice. So try to be unique and surprise the reader. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a very good takeaway. So in your tenure as an admissions essays consultant, uh, what what's like the most memorable or or the best essay you, mm. you you've read? Sure. So one I actually really enjoyed it was just this season uh, this past season was with a student who wrote about her grandma, but more specifically her grandma's ashes. So her grandma had already passed away, and um, I think it was something like for a birthday present or something. Of course, it was her ashes were in a gorgeous box. And she wanted to use the box to wrap the present, and she threw out grandma. And so, of course, this led to, you know, (laughs) a whole family debacle. But so, of course, a very unique hook, interesting place to start, like reading that first line, being like, oh, my goodness, where is this going? It's definitely unique. (laughs) Exactly. But then she was really able to land it in a really interesting way and get us through some really interesting self-reflections, like talking about, you know, growth and self-acceptance and how to deal with the sort of guilt and shame of throwing out grandma in a very sort of, you know, it felt like a very mature tone of voice. That was very interesting. Oh, wow. Interesting. Maturity from such a, <laughs> from, from such an angle. Yeah. I, I would definitely slap the unique label on that essay. <laughs> but so, oh, great. And that sounds like a, a, an essay you don't, you don't easely forget. Exactly. Right. So yeah, be memorable, guys. Be mm-hmm. unique, surprise the reader, and try to be memorable. Great. So um, since this was from 2023, uh, from 2022, I was just going to ask you something about the um, common pitfalls that you see your students committing to Mm -hmm. um, in in, in the realms of essay writing. Sure. I mean, as a young writer, it can be hard to sort of get a feel for what the what what the sort of threshold is. But for me, it's cliche, avoiding cliche, Mm. where again, you're trying to talk about your experience and say things. But because, you know, you're a young person and you're living in the middle of it, you might not necessarily know what is a unique aspect of your experience or what is a more universal or common aspect. So, like, you know, if you're telling a story like, oh, yeah, I'm the captain of the basketball team talking about leadership, it's like, okay, cool. But, like, every team has a captain. So there are thousands of people probably each season who write that essay. And so it's not – it ends up being a cliche or trite or, you know, it's it's a not very – again, not very surprising, not very unique take – And again, not that you can't write about basketball, not that you can't write about being captain, but it's pushing into that experience and finding an interesting, unique reflection. So like, for instance, with the grandma's ashes (laughs) student, she actually, so she actually came in with the first draft of that essay. And again, that kernel was there, but the rest of the essay was sort of wandering and lacking in a strong, strong conviction about like, why is that experience important? So again, you can have a very quiet, gentle experience talking about, I don't know, your relationship with your younger sister and how you helped take care of her growing up. But if you have these really strong reflections about what family means to you and how, I don't know, you know, how you stick together, how you care for each other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you can have a really strong essay with really big reflections and really big conclusions from something that's very quiet and very soft. So the point being is avoid cliche. And to do that, you dive into these really personal conclusions and personal reflections. 
Oh, wow. Oh, very interesting. Well, you guys you guys heard it here first. Avoid cliches <laughs> and make a personal connection with the reader. Mm-hmm. And it, whether this would be like sharing something that's vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? Something that feels tangible and real. I think that's, that is the high road. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the, the method to take. Don't be generic and don't be cliche. So in 2022, uh, what was the most difficult essay prompt that your students struggled with? Honestly, I think it's these personal reflection prompts. So I think the Common App is pretty notorious for this. The California apps are pretty notorious for this, where it's like, oh, tell us about an obstacle or or the time you struggled and like, what did you learn? Mm. Again, it's deceptively simple, but it's again, it's pushing in for these deep personal reflections. Because I think, again, I said this before, I think high schoolers have a lot of experience writing academic essays and writing research papers and not necessarily this like intense personal reflection. Which is, you know, I mean, even at for as, again, as an adult poet, doesn't get any easier. It's, it takes work. It takes time. But, you know, the more you get familiar with that process, the easier it gets to push into these more interesting, again, unique reflections, you know, and how to say something new. So for me, the questions, there are lots of different sort of questions that are difficult for this, but the ones that lean into this personal reflection, because I don't think many young people have a lot of practice with that. Mm, gotcha. Well, the the Common App, um, the, the Common App personal statement, and also the uh, personal insight questions from the University of California, it is uh, it is like a known quantity, right? Like all our students are probably going to have to uh, are probably going to encounter that at yeah. one point or another. Now, on the supplemental uh, essay side, where there are ones that stood out to you, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, no students are able gonna are gonna be able to write this, right? To me, I think a lot of the faith based essays okay come, come across as really tricky, yeah, for a high school student to execute on. So, um, were there any standouts? For you in 2022? Mm, I'm trying to think. So, so again, this is sort of like a big bucket of supplemental question style. But the, I think of it as like the diversity statement. Oh. So it can be lots of different ways where it's like, tell us about a community that you come from. Or tell yes. us about, you know, like, and they can, they have a whole list. Or it can be like family, team, or like, you know, a religious group. So there's lots of different ways to tackle the question. And honestly, and I think that's what makes the question hard is because there are lots of ways to tackle the question. Mm. You know, it's sort of like, especially if we're talking about international school students, if you're applying, you know, in Japan, you're applying for American schools and you say, oh, I'm Japanese. It's like, okay, well, everyone from Japan applying is Japanese. So it's like, and again, not that you can't talk about that, but the question is, what about that sets you apart from everyone else in Japan who's also applying to whatever the school is? So, yeah, again, and that also just comes down to Self-reflection. You know, it's like, what does this mean? What is this part of your identity? What is this part of your experience and who you are mean to you? And how do you how do you talk about that? Right. Uh, something to think about for all of us, right? <laughs> now, uh, having said that, uh, do you have any cool tips and tricks for our young writers <laughs> and our listeners? Unfortunately, no. The, 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 no. Like, it's, it's not a cool tip. The tip is start early. Oh, Writing mm-hmm. is hard. Writing is a process. And it takes time. I know, again, that's not a particularly hot take, but when I was in high school, even when I was in college writing paper, you know, I'd wait till the night before and like try and crank it out. You know, I'd, I'd write something, I'd turn it in and it would be fine. But it's kind of like, again, this isn't a research paper to get the kinds of reflections and get the kind of self-awareness and self-understanding. It just takes time. And I don't necessarily mean that like, oh, you need to be sweating over the desk for 40 hours. It's just like, no, do one draft for an hour, 
wait a week, think about it, let it mull in the back of your head, come back, rewrite it next week. And just sort of this process of coming back again and again, you'll keep pushing and uncovering new little bits and new little things, that, uh, new little threads that you can pull on and really like, you know, find the story that you're trying to tell. Mm, all right, guys, you, you heard it from the source. Start early, <laughs> right? Um, a lot of students, including the ones I've worked with, um, just clearly underestimate how much time it takes to develop a, a mature and well-rounded essay. It will surprise you. And then also the amount of time that invest, they, you really see a, a, uh, an increase in quality uh, that's kind of like immeasurable. So guys, start early. Uh, don't wait until the last minute. This is not a school assignment that you can crank out at the last minute and expect good results. So with that said, how do you typically guide your students through the writing process? Yeah. And so again, this, this would be in the ideal situation again, that, that mm, beautiful uni- student. That unicorn student who comes in in June and is ready to start and take time and really invest in the writing process. Because again, so like what I was just saying, I, I do very much believe it's a process. And so one thing that I really like to do with kiddos is free writes. And so I usually think of this as an extension. I think of this as an extension of like the um, sort of brainstorming, getting to know you process. Because again, I mean, even just saying that, getting to know you, it's like, it's a personal essay. If I don't know you personally, I can't help you write it, (laughs) you know? So part of it, like early sessions would just be us talking and taking notes and just jotting down ideas and getting to know each other. Um, And so free writes, I very much see as an extension of that, um, where in our conversations, or again, if you're just doing your own brainstorming, you know, finding a few bullet points are like, okay, this sounds really interesting. Like, oh, you do gardening with your grandma on the weekend? Tell me more about that. Mm. Like, I really want to know more. So the homework, the early homework will be these free writes where it's like, don't worry about sentence structure. Don't worry about writing an essay. I literally want you to set a timer for 15 minutes. Think about your grandma on Sunday when you guys are, I don't know, gardening and just write. I don't want that. I don't want your fingers to stop moving. I don't want the pen to stop moving on the page. I don't want to see the cursor to stop moving. Just give me as much as you can. Details, feelings, whatever. Again, this is the very sort of poetry side of me, but like, I just want to get as many words and thoughts down. And then in session, we'll go through and pick out, like, this is actually, like, this is a really interesting thing you just said here. Tell me more about this. And that, and so I was like, this is where we start to uncover the reflections and sort of think like, oh, I mean, go figure, your grandma's important to you. <laughs> if you do this thing every week, like, you know, of course you have this relationship and then learning how to talk about that relationship. So for me, the process looks a little bit different with every, uh, you know, student I'm working with, because again, Everyone has something different to say and to uncover what that is is slightly different. So I sort of have this process of working with each person and understanding, trying to uncover what that story is. And then, of course, you know, like I know how these essays work and we sort of have like a general structure we go to. But then again, depending on how the writing goes, we can tweak it and take it, you know, take it whatever direction we need to to, again, fit the person's voice as best as possible. Yeah, because, again, I can recognize a strong SM when I see it. But I don't necessarily have a preconceived notion of like, oh, this is the essay you should write. Oh, here's the like, here's the quick trick. Here's what you need to say. It's like, well, who are you? What do you want to say? What's the best way to say that? And that is a journey. That is a process. So that's, again, where you can see like it takes time. Start early. (laughs) You know, if if we have the again, not that it has to be like 100 hours, but it's like if we can meet for one hour every week for all summer, we can have a much more in-depth and much stronger foundation uh, 
to attack these essays, you know, come come the actual application season. Oh, wow. Right. You guys heard it here first. It's not one size fits all. Um, and it, it takes time to develop. It's kind of like finding your voice, your story. Um, it's kind of like discovering a diamond in the rough. Absolutely. Right. Then uh, it, it actually takes a long time looking for it and then less time polishing it because that's a known quantity. Right. So um, invest the time, invest the effort. I think um, uh, in one of my uh, last questions uh, mm-hmm. is that a lot of que- uh, students that I interact with, um, I, I always am ask them this question, are you good at writing? And generally, everyone says no. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's just not something that you, you admit to. Now, for, for those students who, who are not comfortable with creative writing, mm-hmm. who don't do a lot of writing unless the teachers make them do it, mm-hmm. right? Like, are, are, uh, do you have any uh, uh, exercises, maybe something they can do on a daily that mm-hmm. can help them maybe develop some of the skill set? Yeah. And so, I mean, honestly, that's where this free write sort of comes from, where part of it is, <laughs> mm. so this is a big thing about being a professional writer, is we talk about the terror of the blank page, mm. <laughs> where, you know, you sit down to write and you have this blank page in front of you and you're like, oh man, where do I start? I don't know where to begin. And then you get so anxious that you just don't write anything. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then you go do something. You go, oh, I have to go. I'm going to go uh, do something else. Um, and so I think it's like writing, again, I, I fundamentally believe writing is a process. And so the free write sort of homework technique also takes away that like scariness, takes away that terror of the blank page where it's like literally the timer is going, you can write whatever you want. The point is we're looking for ideas, we're looking for experiences, we're looking for, you know, emotional connections. We want to find those little hot spots to, like, open up. So I think, yeah, it sort of lowers the stakes a little bit. Because, again, if, again, if we have time, we can work on polishing beautiful language. We can make it poetic. We can make it academic. We can make it sound however we want. And that's a different sort of process. The free rights... And often that's where I think the anxiety comes from. It's like, oh, you're turning in an assignment. It has to be perfect. Oh, right. The free rights, the free rights take away that stress where it's like, doesn't matter. You can, there are typos. Literally just get it down in 50 minutes. doesn't matter. I just want to know how you think. I need to get to know you more. So in this, this free write, I just, that's my shorthand. But it sort of comes from, um, it's a writing process called the artist's way where they talk about morning pages where you just, every morning, you write a page. It doesn't have to be important. doesn't have to be interesting. doesn't have to turn into anything. But it's just a way to sort of like, it's sort of like creative journaling. It just gives you a chance to check in and see what you're thinking and feeling that morning. So again, yeah, it's sort of modeled off of this technique. Wow, amazing. Guys, please incorporate this uh, into your uh, upcoming rituals for for, uh, college admission. I think this is going to help you in the long run. For my uh, juniors, sophomores out there, uh, get get started on this uh, artist's way. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for your insight, uh, Ryan Sensei. I, I feel like I know more about the essay writing process than ever. Now, if if should some of our listeners uh, want, want to reach out and potentially work with you, how would they get in touch with you? Sure, of course. So, I mean, you can just email me directly at ryand at tokyoacademics.com. And, of course, my whole you know profile stuff will be on the website, so you can find me there, too. I have a crazy last name, so if you just look Ryan D or Ryan DZ, that will... <laughs> That should clear it up. Well, thank you for joining us today, uh, Ryan Sensei. And thank you guys for listening. That's it for our podcast today. If you love what you heard, 
please leave us a rating or comments. We love to engage with our listeners and we appreciate any feedback you have for us. Uh, thank you all for listening. And remember, the key to getting in is getting ready. Thank you.